three podcasts I currently really enjoy listening to. And with enjoying, I don't really mean that I'm like, oh yeah, this is so nice listening to this, but rather I think it's something that's useful for me. So now, let's get into the first thing. So the first with being the first. The first podcast is something called Science Versus. It's a podcast called Science Versus, and it's basically just analyzing different topics. It's it's made by a woman. I don't know her name right now because I haven't listened to this podcast very much in the in the last um, in the last time. But it's something that's in my podcast list still after years, and it's also something that's quite hand of facts, I guess. So <laughs> this wasn't really not a proper thing, not a proper uh, not a proper phrase. But so. What I'm trying to say is this. It's something that's very objective. It tries to be very ob- objective. It, the podcast takes a topic and then analyzes the topic. It takes a look at all the different sides and then draws basically a final resolution. And it's just one of the best podcasts. It's not opinion-based. It's just research. And then the podcast is basically displaying all the different research on this topic. Whereas, for example, when it comes to when it comes to just different topics for example a talk show is not very not a very nice format for a for discussing something because if you want to have a public debate about a certain topic there's often results in the ones who actually make the debate established the debate that it's like oh yeah we have to have someone that's pro this topic and we have to have somebody that's against this topic but when it comes to climate change for example it's not that there is this debate actually happening and therefore the representation that this talk show for example then gives off it's that there is a debate happening between people who really think climate change is real and people who don't think climate change is real but in reality it's much more the proportion of people who think climate change is real is much more like also among scientists obviously among scientists because why (laughs) why (laughs) yeah among scientists (laughs) so if for example the proportion is 95 to 5 percent when it comes to people and the topic climate change pro versus contra then if you then have one person pro and one person contra in a talk show then obviously the representation is just wrong so now or it's just distorted and then the public perceives as if there was even a discussion whereas there is no discussion when it comes to climate change for example not about climate change but much more the statement i had in my mind so right now when i discussed this was this is climate change caused by humans or did humans contribute a huge portion to climate change so this was the kind of thesis i had in mind when i talked about this right now so this about the first podcast it's called science versus i think it's made by gimlet media which has been bought by another company maybe spotify i don't quite know right now the second podcast i have been listening to for years basically at this point is the tim ferris show and Tim Ferriss kind of came onto my radar a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago when I first read the Four Hour Work Week, our Work Week, and then he also wrote a few other books like Tribe of Mentors, something else of Mentors. I don't quite know what the title is, and also 
the four hour chef obviously his books are really kind of provocative you only have to work four hours and that's basically it it's just I think the books can be much more viewed as just researching researching these ideas not so much not so much so kind of what if scenarios also obviously he tried to do it in real life and the books are the documentation that the books are not so much a guide on how to only work four hours a week and also kind of the concept of work obviously is that work is the thing that earns you money and therefore if we only work four hours a week then that's basically providing you with all the financial needs you need with four hours a week that's kind of the promise whereas there are also different concepts of work like work being the thing you actually want to do for the rest of your life but obviously sometimes these things are the, the same thing and this would also be nice if it were all the times the same things but well so much about the books of Tim Ferriss now let's talk about the podcast I think Tim Ferriss is one of is a very good interviewer and not only is this interesting because of the people that are on the Tim Ferriss show but much more because Tim Ferriss is kind of a very socially skilled person that kind of can interact with all these different people he has on the show very good and that's also just analyzing the psychological things that are going on is also just something that's kind of nice and there's also always something to take away like um, for example asking how to ask questions to these people and how to make them excited about the things they talk and and so on and so on apart from this he just has very interesting people on his show for example Andrew Huberman was on the show the basically the host of the next show we will discuss and the host of the next show no let's just stay with Tim Ferriss for a little bit longer so what people are on the Tim Ferriss show basically just people that are kind of successful in different areas of life you could say this, this can be people who are into research this can be people who are scientists this can be also other kind of bloggers so you could consider Tim Ferriss as a blogger or influencer I don't really know what the right word would be because influencer is often just used as kind of something that's so there are kind of bad associations with being an influencer but that's essentially what people in the public eye are so you could also say that uh, movie stars or celebrities are nothing else than influencers because they kind of influence people with the things they say because there's a huge public interest on these people so now the people are very interesting also Tim Ferriss as a person is still very interesting I think even though yeah he obviously is not like perfect and especially with podcasts and following people over years what he sometimes will realize or what I it's not that you will realize it it's just that I am using myself to project my realizations onto you so the thing I wanted to say is that I realized over the years that sometimes you just grow out of certain personalities of a certain style of people for example so for example there's a a German podcast kind of also entrepreneurial but they still speak like they would be st speaking to teenagers and that's probably the target audience for these kind of people or for this podcast maybe but it's just as you grow older it's nothing that's kind of useful anymore because do you really want to be the grandpa that's like hey how are you doing 
it, this was not a very good example because I just translated the things, the words I thought my grandpa should not say into English. And I just, it was not a very good example. But for example, do you really just imagine if you met a grandma in a supermarket and she just cursed? It's just something that's not very fitting, I guess. And so at some point in in time you have to actually get rid of all these things because otherwise you will never be the grandpa that doesn't curse so cursing was just an example so now when it comes to this is basically all about the Tim Ferriss show I guess and he also has a YouTube channel but not all episodes are as videos also available so this is something obviously podcasts now also have they just some podcasts film some podcast hosts just film themselves and basically make YouTube videos that are identical to the podcast episodes and some, pe some people also make clips out of these long conversations or long videos and put it up onto YouTube so now let's go to the third podcast I would recommend and this is something that I would quite recommend and this is the first one of the first podcasts that basically has like something that I really really needed it's not something that I just listen to because certain episodes are good but it's just that I follow this podcast for all the different things it's called the Huberman lab or Huberman lab so that's the name the sore name of the host Andrew Huberman and he is a professor at I'm not quite sure either Stanford or Harvard Maybe it's also another um, another very prestigious university, but he just discusses different topics that are basically very useful for just for living. I, you could say that it's basically how to optimize your life, and that's something that's really useful because when it comes to optimizing the different parts of your life, with optimization just being the mathematical process of just doing something the best you can. And obviously, this optimization process or the principle of just optimization or just the optimization function is something that kind of is embedded very much into the human psyche. And not only by evolution, but also it's just something that's useful because if you think you, for example, could do something better, so if you are an athlete and you kind of know you could run at a certain speed and it would be the most useful training to run at a certain speed, obviously you could still now run at a different speed, but if you already know that running at this speed you already know is the best speed, the optimal speed, is the most optimal thing you can do, then everything else would just be dumb, I guess, because if you know about it and you also can do it, then it's not a discussion, I guess. Obviously, you could still do something in order to not hit the optimal point, but then the function of optimality just would also... just If, for example, you decided to run a little bit slower in order to manage your psyche better because you don't want to be stressed out by the training all the time, then that's just another variable that previously was not in the optimization function. This means um, the optimization function was kind of wrong and it was not the optim optimal point of running or running speed itself that was wrong, but the result of the optimization function was rather wrong because you didn't put in all the variables you should put in. So basically, this 
then includes basically every single process you can define in life. Not only in life, in the human life, but also just in reality. Optimizing something is therefore a need. It's something you should do. Also when it comes to economics, for example. Optimization is just the best thing. It's by definition the best thing, because optimization means finding the best thing, trying to find the best thing. And if you don't find the best thing, because you lack of, you have a lack of resources or something, then it's obviously still the optimal point if you try your best. So therefore, trying your best and not hitting the optimal point is then just another variable, because the not having enough resources to hit the best point, for example, when it comes to mathematical problems, there have been many mathematical problems which just haven't been solved over hundreds of years because there haven't been enough resources. For example, finding out all, finding out all the numbers of pi. Pi is just infinite. Not infinite, but... Uh, yeah, well, it's infinite. I just thought infinite was the opposite, basically. <laughs> because I haven't used this word very much. But now... This is just an optimization problem, basically finding out the numbers of, of pi, <laughs> how many numbers there are behind the column or the point, the decimal point. So now, the thing is, basically every single process, also like managing stress in your life, managing your nutrition, managing your sleep schedule, managing what you actually want to do in your life, all these things, these are just all problems. And the optimal approach to problems is basically trying to find the best solution for the problem and this process is the optimization and therefore a podcast that just analyzes all the different parts of life you actually can optimize for example if you take a look at your nutrition and then the timing of your nutrition then you may just get better workouts without actually doing anything in the workout itself but just by changing these other variables you basically optimize the overall life satisfaction for example just by a few points and it's not that you have to now take a look at all the things that are in your life and try to optimize them but it's just if you know about it then it's kind of useful to try to do the best because that's all we as humans kind of can do just give our best and that's what the last podcast Andrew Huberman, the podcast is called Huberman Lab, is about. And now, that's the end.